in episode 183. She was like, this is more than just you dressing. It's not a fetish. It's not a kink. It's the, what you're telling me and what we've experienced through uh, meditation and stuff is this is truly a part of you. He replies back. It's like, what are you, some sort of faggot? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, your blue fucking nail. What's that all about? And I'm like, oh. So I, I told her, like, hey, like, this is something I've been doing for a while. And, you know, she at first she thought it was her fault. She thought oh. that, you know, like, hey, did I do something wrong? But no, this is something I've been doing since I was a little kid. Mm. Now that's Alexis Charbonneau talking about her cross-dressing experiences and some of the difficulties she's had in being herself. The Cross Yas podcast is back, and I'm back. So, y'all ready for it? Yas! Yas, yas, yas. Yas, 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 yas. Cross Yas podcast, which is I'm here so. Yas! Yas! Yas, 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 yas. Yas, yas, yas. Welcome to the Cross Yas podcast. The podcast that still says yas to everything related to cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. Uh, it's me, Giselle. I'm back. Um... Hopefully for good. Um, I think I'm done with my mental hiatus, uh, but I'm back. I'm excited to be here. Uh, this episode I just recorded last night with uh, Alexis Charbonneau. Uh, those intro clips were pretty interesting. If you didn't hear them, uh, I mean, they'll be in this episode, so just stay tuned. Uh, really cool uh, person to talk to. Uh, it's the first person who's reached out. I think other people have reached out to get an episode re-interviewed, <laughs> but... But I was like, oh, sure, um, I guess uh, I'll do a quick interview. Uh, so we scheduled one for last night. I was able to do it, uh, edit it this morning, uh, and see what she thinks. Hopefully she says yes, she's cool with it, and what you're hearing is our final product. Um, there might be some weird noise in the background. I think around, around minute 23 ends around like minute 58 or so. I think there's just some air in the background that you can hear. But uh, that's hopefully just trivial and something small. I'm um, still getting back into podcasting, getting back into uh, Crossyas stuff. So uh, lots of things coming. Uh, just a quick update to the Crossyas podcast website is now just crossyas.com, C-R-O-S-S-Y-A-A-S.com instead of the crossyaspodcast.com. We are trying to make this more of a business, uh, more business oriented. So we're trying to make Crossyas a thing. Um, and if uh, for those, you should join our Patreon and I see uh, how Billy doesn't know what cross yes or spells cross yes incorrectly uh, if you haven't. So join our Patreon if you haven't. So we're going to post more Patreon content. We're super excited for that. Um, yeah, I uh, hope you enjoy this episode. This is episode 183. One of my first Curious uh, episodes in a while, probably two years. So I'm excited to be back here. It's 2024, people. I hopefully, hopefully your year started off really well. It's February. Uh, it's like 10 more months, uh, but February's almost gone, so March is almost here. So, uh, yeah, enjoy this episode, everyone. Let me know what you think. Don't forget our Discord is still there. Uh, Discord, it's on our website, crossyas.com. So, yeah, enjoy this episode, everyone. Love you so much. And, yeah, this is Alexis Charbonneau in episode 183. Um, hi Alexis, welcome to the Cross Yas podcast. I haven't done this in a while, so I'm really excited to have you as one of my first guests. It's exciting. Well, I'm very excited to be here tonight. Thank you very much. Very cool. Uh, well, how about we start with uh, you introducing yourself and what brings you to the podcast? <clears throat> well, my name is Alexis Charbonneau, and I live in Billings, Montana. And 
pretty much I, I'm gender fluid, I guess, is the best way to explain it. Um, I don't really get to be Alexis as much as I wish to. Uh, it's maybe two to three times a month, but uh, my work life kind of gets in the way from doing the things I really want to do, I guess. What does that mean? Um, you know, work. I'm always on call for work. Uh, I'm working six days a week. Like today, I was supposed to be off and got called in. So it was a little four-hour shift, but, you know, even though it was a four-hour shift, it kind of takes away from doing things for me and, you know, doing stuff around the house. So my life gets kind of busy, unfortunately. Hmm. And what do you do for work? Um, I own, I am a general manager of a family entertainment center. What, what is a family entertainment center? I don't know anything. All right, well, I'm done. Okay, well, to sum it up, <laughs> it's a bowling center. I, I, I run a bowling alley, so. Nice, nice. Um, yeah. So you say you don't get to do it that often just because of work. Are you private about it? Are you public about it? Do you people know? Um, yeah, here in town, uh, I've talked to a lot of people in the Discord chat. Uh, you know, my hometown here, it's very frowned upon. Uh, you know, it's just not a welcoming thing. Uh so it's it's mainly on Instagram, uh, social media stuff, and then if I do travel, I I go out as Alexis. Uh, but unfortunately, I can't really do it here. Uh, the town's too small, and it's just it's just not very welcoming. Unfortunately, how do you know that? I always wonder, just because it's like um, I mean, yeah, you know the people, but what makes you think that? It's just a really blue collar town is the best way to explain it. And I apologize, I'm losing my voice, so it's probably not the best day to do this, but we'll do our best to get through yeah, we'll it. Make it but, we'll uh, make it work, sure. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, uh, Billings, Montana is a very, very uh, conservative town. Um, you know, it's a lot of oil-based, you know, oil riggers, uh, farm and agriculture, you know, stuff like that. Um, it's not like your big cities like San Francisco or Seattle or even Denver, you know, just down the road from us. Uh, it's just uh, so it's just a different lifestyle. We're kind of a little behind on the times when it comes to LGBT matters, and we're getting there. It's getting better, but it's still definitely very old school here. Uh, you know, it's best way to explain it, I guess. Hmm. Um, you want to give us a little backstory on how you knew about Alexis, or did that come out late in her life, or was it early, or how'd you know? You know, as far as Alexis, um, I mean, I, I probably have to go back before it was even Alexis. Um, you know, I remember being a little kid, three, four years old, and, you know, putting on lipstick and mascara and, you know, trying on my mom's perfumes and stuff like that. You know, I didn't think anything of it, you know, and then... I'd say about 13 or 14 years old, I started underdressing a little bit. And, you know, I had a, I had a neighbor friend that would, uh, you know, put me in her clothes, you know, her underwear. And it kind of didn't really think anything of it. It's kind of exciting. And, you know, it kind of got the motor running, I guess, a little bit. And, you know, I just kind of hit and miss throughout those years. High school kind of got got into it again. And then my early 20s, I got married at 23. And... I kind of put it away, you know, for the sake of being married and, you know, want to be the best husband ever. And so I kind of put it aside. And then it was probably 2005 or 2006. We just had our first our first son. And, you know, things kind of change when you have kids. And just wanted to try to, I don't know, I, I kind of tapped back into it a little bit as far as, you know, underdressing and 
I had some underwear and some thigh highs and stuff that I would wear. I thought it was a kink or a fetish. I don't even know what it would really be, but it just made me feel good. And then the Alexis thing started uh, the day COVID happened. Uh, I remember the day exactly. It was March 16th, uh, 2020. Um, I, was in, I was in Seattle visiting friends, and that's when everything shut down in Montana. It was March 16th. And, you know, being the, a, a business manager, um, I had to, I was pretty much on the phone all day. I was on the phone just constantly calling all of my contacts and just, you know, accounts receivable and stuff like that. And I got a call from a friend and she, my, my best friend, she knows about it. And she was, you know, okay with uh, the whole the cross-dressing thing and she knew about it. And we met for just like coffee and I was just telling her how stressed out I was you know like I have a lot of stress and anxiety in my life and I finally just caved in I'm like I need to find an outlet I need to find an outlet to just kind of free my mind from all this fear and concern of this this mysterious thing that's going on you know we we've never experienced any of this any of this stuff in our life and she's like Chris you're you know you you have always toyed about cross-dressing have you ever thought about taking it a step further and kind of thought about it. I'm like no not really and she's like I'll be right back and she she ran home I don't know where she went she ran and brought me some some makeup and just you know just just try this on like try it and, and if you like it you do and um kind of tapped into it a little bit and it made me feel good never did go out in public there but uh um, it just kind of opened opened up a, a window per se, and uh, it'd be about 2022. Um, I finally uh, met with a therapist about, and it was open about talking about this stuff. And she was like, "This is more than just you dressing. It's not a fetish. It's not a kink. It's the what, what you're telling me and what we've experienced through." Uh, meditation and stuff is this is truly a part of you this is something that is a part of your life that you need to really try to tap into so she being the awesome therapist she was she's like you need to like go out in public just try it once so I went to a town that's about five hours west of here it's Missoula uh, very very uh, supportive with LGBT and transgender rights and community and stuff like that and I went out in public, and I was so nervous. I was so scared. I, I had everything ready, and I sat there for like 20 minutes, and just fro. I was frozen in my hotel room. And my plan was to go, like, go to a bar and just kind of sit there and watch. NBA Finals were on at the time, and I never made it to a bar, but I made it to a restaurant called Frugal's. It's a little drive-in hamburger joint, you know, just kind of like a little mom-and-pop stand type place. Went there and raced back home. I, th I don't think I've ever drove so fast in my life because I was just like, oh, my God, I just did this. And went back, and kind of the rest is history. <laughs> it's kind of just kind of snowballed after that. That's so cool. I mean, there's so many people who probably listen to the podcast and can relate to uh, how you feel. I mean, COVID was such a shit show, but also kind of like a allowed a lot of people to be themselves. Um, yeah. Sorry, sure. Chumps is scratching the floor. <laughs> No, you're okay. You can probably hear my, my kids fighting upstairs. So. Um, no, that's fine. Um, talk about, like, um, 
I mean, you, you've, you're finally going out now. I've seen some photos. You look great, by the way. Um, Thank you. And it's been such a evolution, I'm sure, for you. What is that? What is that now for you? Since after doing all that, getting scared, going to bars, and now, now, what is it like? For me, it's very therapeutic. Um, you know, like like once again, my day my day to day life is stressful. I have two kids. I have one kid's going to college here in six months. Uh, he's moving away. He's moving to St. Louis. And, uh, you know, my life, my everyday life is just unpredictable and just busy, busy, busy. And me being able to go out, whether it's in Las Vegas or Seattle or any city where I can comfortably go out and do this, um, it's just very rewarding and therapeutic. Um, it's the one thing I can do aside from playing golf that I can do that's, you know, it clears my mind. And I guess that's the best way to explain it. And I, you talk about Vegas and Seattle. Um, I've seen some photos or some trips you do in Vegas. What do you do in Vegas? Because I feel like that's every like crossdresser or trans person's like first time going out. And it is very exciting, by the way. I've done it and you've done it. What is that like for you in Vegas, at least? Well, Vegas for me is perfect because it's the one place where you can go out on the Strip or Fremont Street and you can just do, just do you and nobody's going to care. You know, nobody's going to care that you're wearing really short shorts and a low-cut top and you're a dude that's I'm, I'm a bigger person obviously i'm 300 pounds and i carry it well but uh you look great you look great but, you know yeah thank you <laughs> but uh you know it's just the one place where nobody cares and that's you know that's what i like so and normally on these trips i go alone uh so i'll, I'll do solo trips and uh when i do these trips i'll sit there and i'll go out to like dinner and have drinks and then just walk the strip and just kind of people watch. Uh, go to shows, obviously. Um, I'm still struggling with going out in the daytime for some reason. I don't know why, but I don't know if it's just the, you know, the 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 looks I go for are like elegant crossdresser look. You know, elegant look. Like I'm going out to a club, so wearing that makeup in the middle of daytime just doesn't really like match what we're kind of going for with a daytime look. Mm-hmm. But but, uh, yeah, so I'm still working on trying to go out in daytime a little bit more. I'm getting better at it. Like, this last trip was really, really hard because uh, it rained all three days up there. That's so I couldn't boring. really – yeah, I couldn't walk the strip and I couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, do Fremont Street without – you know, I had, to, I had to go buy an umbrella and tried to keep myself dry as best I could. But So I kind of avoided daytimes. But when I do go, it's just kind of just kind of people watching and just going through the motions and just enjoying life as Alexis. How would you say you identify if you, you say I've heard crossdresser like several times? You identify as a crossdresser, or what? What pronouns do you go by? Um, that sort of. Thing. You know, I pretty much would consider myself to be a crossdresser. Um, I do have both male and female emotions and feelings internally, so I guess I'd be a. I don't even know if a gender fluid crossdresser would be a right term. But, uh, I don't know anymore. Everything was so yeah, yeah. It was so it's so confusing. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I consider myself to be a gender fluid crossdresser. Um, my, you know, like I said, I live physically, you know, ninety nine percent of the time as a male, but that one percent, you know, is female. But internally, I mean, I have. I mean, it's like it kind of comes and goes. So I'd say like you know sixty forty guy female. You know. Mm-hmm. You um, you're married, so I mm-hmm. always have to ask. So, what are your what's your sexual orientation? Um, has that been fluid? Has that changed? Has it start somewhere? Because um, 
You know, I, I, I did dabble into it like, oh god, like a long time ago. But what does that mean? I pretty much just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd just say like, I'd be, I'm straight, but I have a little slight bi-curiousness to it, but uh, mm-hmm. mainly straight. Okay. And I've had some stuff happen to me when I was younger, like in my like ten, eleven years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's I was. Uh, Molested as a child, unfortunately. Like myself, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Family friend. Like uh, myself, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Someone, you know, you think, you know, it's a, par- a friend of my parents that we thought we could trust, mm-hmm. and yep. it wasn't somebody we could trust. But other than that, I mean, that's the only bisexual experiences I've ever had. Do you, do you go into detail about being molested? I mean, I've talked about mine. I had a whole episode about it. Um, I don't know if you've heard it. But um, does that... I mean, I've, I've, my super old, I mean, I haven't talked about my super ex girlfriend, Jen, girlfriend mm-hmm. from hell, right? Um, she kind of blamed a lot of my cross dressing on that. And I was like, no, no, no. I knew I was a cross dresser before that. And that's why, you know, but I mean, do you ever go into detail or talk about that or gone to therapy or whatnot? Do you think um, you need yeah, to? I have, gone, I have gone to therapy for it. And, you know, it, it was really, really hard to talk about, obviously. I mean, it was something I actually almost forgot about. Same. I mean, it was yeah. something. I just kind of blocked it out of my mind, and I, she kind of tapped into something, and all of a sudden it brought it back, and I, I was almost shocked that I if even forgot about it. Um, yeah, because I was like, I can't remember, it was like either 10 or 11, and we were on a wave on a sport trip for like a, a tournament, and this coach, you know, he's super trustable guy, at least we thought, you know, he was, he would take these kids and go on this sporting event, and... You know, and I wasn't the only victim, unfortunately. Uh, he did it to a lot of people. Um, like I said, it's, you know, he, I, I don't recall the details of what happened, but yeah. I mean, I was definitely drugged. And then, mm. you know, I woke up, you know, naked, you know, like hours later, you know, yeah. not knowing what the hell happened. Hmm. So scary, but yeah, he's locked up now. Uh, he got oh, caught. Okay. Uh, he, I, he had like sixty-five counts on him, or oh, something like right. that. Well, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I, I don't want to like delve into it. I just feel like there's, there's no, a, no. You're there, fine. You've listened to. I mean, when I hear people on the Discord, or I just hear people reach out and they're like, "Hey, you know, a lot of that stuff relates to myself too." Because there's people out there, and that's even sometimes the first introduction to any sexual experiences. That was definitely mine. Whereas, like, yeah. I didn't know anything, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh, this is you know, <laughs> such a weird, fucked up thing." But. I was like, oh, this is really pleasurable. Because I was like 14 when it happened, or 13, and I wasn't introduced to masturbating or anything mm-hmm. sexual. And I'm like, yeah, why am I into this? It was weird. I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in hearing other people. Because the more you talk about your experiences, right, the more you can relate to other people, and the more it almost normalized. And you kind yes, of just, it sure. doesn't feel so, you don't feel so, I don't know, ostracized or feel like I'm the fucked up one, which I don't know, we're all yeah. fucked up in some sort of thing. So, I mean, you don't have to <laughs> talk about it. But I'm, I'm always interested about sexual experiences, especially, I mean, that's why people listen to this podcast, because. The sexual kink part of gender identity or gender discovery, I think, is mm-hmm. super important, but we don't talk about it enough because, I mean, sure, like in a small town, it's like, oh, you're gay. Oh, don't be gay. It's like, what? <laughs> but it's like, well, that's part of, like, discovering yourself. I don't know if that you share the same kind of feeling. Oh, that's re- super relatable. Um, I went on a golf trip last May to Missoula, that town in western Montana that's super friendly towards, you know, LGBT and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and I was doing a Snapchat for like my guy Snapchat and (laughs) I was driving the golf cart and I was turning the steering wheel and 
I just just nonchalantly just they caught my thumb. Well, I had a blue acrylic nail on. Oh, and <laughs> and so I sent it to my people, and most people like most of my friends, you know, if they see me, I I I actually at work today. I was just changing my shoes and socks, and I had I have baby blue toenails right now. Cute, you know, cute. so most people don't care, but mm. this one guy. Um, I'm not going to name his name because he was one of my dearest friends, okay. um, reached out. How vulgar can I be? I, as vulgar as you want to be. I love this. Okay. This is why people listen okay. to this podcast. So, they love the vulgarity. So I sent the Snapchat of me driving this golf cart to the next tee box, and he replies back. is like, what are you, some sort of faggot? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you're blue fucking nail. What's that all about? And I'm like... Oh, and I I didn't tell him, you know, because he's already sure. offended by it. Sure. You know, he's a not trying to get political, but he's a NASCAR fan, and he likes, you know, <laughs> he's a redneck, and well, you know, so I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not, try, I'm not trying to like offend anybody in NASCAR that listens on our podcast, but, but, uh, but yeah, so I mean, he was he was obviously upset about it. I'm like, oh, I just lost a bet, and I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, you fucker, like if you would if you would know that I have an Instagram account with at the time it was probably like 250 followers. Mm-hmm. And I have, uh, you know, a private Snapchat for, for Alexis. And, you know, it, if he would know the whole story, you know, like, who knows how he'd react to that. You know, if he's freaking out about a thumbnail, yeah. Yeah. Acry- acrylic nail, <laughs> like, what's he going to do if he finds out that there's an Alexis Charbonneau inside of <laughs> yeah. me, you know? Yeah. So I just kind of left it at that. And, you know, it, it sucks because we kind of distanced since then. Mm. But uh, but in retrospect, I've gained a lot of new friends too. Yeah, and 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 really, do you want those kind of people around? And I mean, you could educate and teach them, but if they're like, I don't know, it's almost not impossible, but just trying to tell someone, or hey, there's there's different parts of me, and then I guess the challenge is, I don't know, it, it's hard because is this person close to you, or was this person really close to you? Yeah, yeah, he was uh, like a close family friend of ours here uh, here in Montana. Yeah. What do you is and I don't know I I don't live in a small town so I don't know what that's like is it mm-hmm. just that kind of mentality like where does this idea that you know faggot comes out <laughs> immediately is it are gay people ostracized in that area or is there like I don't know yeah it's not really welcomed I mean it's I mean we have obviously gay people and transgender people but uh, prime example um, my hometown here uh, we have one gayish bar. It's, it's called the loft. Okay. Yeah, it's called the loft, and it's been around for God thirty years, twenty five years, ish. And I just started like three months ago. I just started going out. I started going out to this bar, and it's a dance club, and it has a casino. We have like live. We can do kino and poker and real games here. And unfortunately, like I just started going out, and three weeks ago. Uh, they just announced they're shutting their doors. Oh, no. So oh. that leaves me with nowhere to go. Um, I mean, I could probably find a place, but I mean, the only place I can really go is like adult bookstores, and I don't want to go to those places. They're gross. <laughs> no. and, yeah. yeah, there's there's sketch. I mean, yeah. would I be admired by these guys? Yeah, probably, but I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to go and just have a good time with friends, and that one place has been taken away from us. And... Like, don't get me wrong. There's probably other places, um, but this is like this was the staple. This was the big place to go, and it's now gone. It's not mm-hmm. gone yet, but the dance the dance side of it's closed. But the casino and bar are still open. So, like, if I wanted to go out, I could still go out and go down there. But there's no like drag shows or drag queen bingo or 
Or there's no dancing that night because the dance site is closed. Do we know why it's closing down? Is it lack of funding or is it like people are in there? Uh, or is it, I don't know, was there like a political outlet? Okay. I think it's land value. Uh, they're trying to revitalize that district of town. It's not mm. the best part of town. Um, so they're trying to revitalize that neighborhood. And uh, more than likely, they can just probably get more money for the land. Liquor yeah. licenses here are super expensive. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's mainly mm. probably just greed. And the people that owned it, they've owned it for like 30 years. And they were probably just, you know, like, just, we just want to tap out. We just sure. want to be done. So. <laughs> Sorry, what does gayish bar mean? Like, is it just because there's gay people that are there and they do drag shows? Well, <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from Seattle. So, okay. like, you know, you go to Capitol Hill, it's a whole different story. Yeah. But, but, like, here, um, like, gayish bar, it used to be, like, the gay bar. And now people have kind of... Like straight people kind of migrate towards that. Sure. Um, matter of fact, when I first moved here, my wife and her girlfriends used to go there, oh. so they wouldn't get hit on by guys. Oh, so, okay. So yeah, so they they go to the the gay bar, so they no one would hit on them. And mm. uh, but yeah, for some reason the dynamic kind of changed a little bit where it was all inclusive. Like every, no, not all inclusive. That's not the right word. But all are welcome. Yeah. And okay. So I mean, it was a, it was a mixture of you know of everybody and that's okay but it would be a little bit safer if it was just strictly that for me because mm. like for example i was just meeting with somebody this is how small our town is i was meeting with somebody to do a photo shoot here in a couple Ooh. like a week or a month or whatever mm-hmm. and it's just a friend of mine she's an activist here in town it's her boyfriend mm. and i'm sitting here talking and it's after hours at her little coffee shop and after we're done talking about all this, you know, oh, you need to wear these heels and all yes. this. Um, yes. Around the corner, the janitor comes around, and it's a guy I deal with at work. Ooh. So, <laughs> uh, inadvertently outed myself to this guy, unfortunately. But I don't think he'd say anything. But still, it's kind of scary. Well, what happened? Know? What? So he heard it. Did you confront him about it, or did he confront you? No, I just, I just said, hey, how's it going? Just kind of blew it off like nothing even <laughs> happened. And. He just kind of like looked at me and just kind of like, hey, like, you know, and so I'll probably have some explaining to do later, but that's all right. Is that, are you scared of doing so? Or is it like, are you over it? Is it, because that's really what like the, the burden comes on a cross or a trans person, especially in a small town. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. now you have to, now you have to explain yourself again and again to like so many different people. Like, I figure, I don't know. Are you okay with that? Is yeah. it scary? I don't know. A year ago, I'd probably be scared, but now, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still like nervous to tell people. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of people still don't know here, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm a little more comfortable about it. Good. Um, yeah, I've told I've could random I can randomly tell people, hey, I was just you know, it's, I had a friend ask me the other day, what what were you doing in Vegas? I'm like, oh, I was down there, and I went to uh, Drag Queen Bingo, and we had a good time, nice. and then I go, you want to see some pictures? And I sh- <laughs> yeah, show right. The pictures, the pictures like, yeah. And, yeah, it was funny because like I mean, you've seen my photos, the mm-hmm. you know now in my photos, yeah. and the the one. I sent her one photo, and she's like, who's that? I'm like, that's me. She's like, no way. I'm like, yeah, that's seriously me. She's like, well, now that I look closely, I can see it, but I would have never guessed. Like, right. if you walk by me downtown, I would have never guessed. Yeah. How so, fun. I don't know. That's the most yeah. part of it. I don't know. Um, but let's say, let's go back. So you are originally from Seattle, and somehow you mm-hmm. ended up in Montana. How did What, what ended up there? How did that end up there? All right. So I was, I was – oh, gosh. It was – I was 20, 21, and mm-hmm. 9-11 just happened. Ooh. It was, uh, uh, I moved out here in January of 2022. Okay. Um, 
I just had a really bad breakup with an ex-girlfriend mm. and I was uh, working with for my dad and I was not really happy about being working with my dad because he kind of had a short fuse mm-hmm. and I was working with this guy from Montana and he was kind of going through some hard times and you know he was you know his his wife is leaving him and they mm-hmm. have two kids and mm-hmm. his sister now my wife um, came out and just kind of came out for a couple months to help with the kids and I saw her at work one time when she came to drop off lunch for my brother-in-law and I was like wow I like her you know <laughs> And we kind of started talking and then, you know, I was like, once again, I didn't really like working with my dad. I mean, I love my dad to death. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's not no longer with us, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. Uh, passed away in 2019. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but uh, yeah, he, I finally, he's like, you know what? I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to move away. I'm going to do something different. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, I could have just stayed in Seattle and, you know, things would have been way different, obviously. But I took this chance and moved and the rest is history. Hmm. So you met a girl, moved in, moved with her, for her essentially. Yeah, yeah. Oh. She's originally from a town just east of here, okay. And so she, and that's where my my brother in laws from too. And so, so I just came out here and I was like, you know what, I kind of like it. It's just a kind of a change of pace. You know, Seattle's busy yeah. and crazy yeah. and a lot going on. And Montana, I mean, it's just it's it's almost like ten years behind. Is what it reminds <laughs> me of. Um, it's just it's so peaceful out here and just relaxing and i'm on the bad side of the state you know it's just like flat and it's very plain you know great plainsy where you know if you're in missoula it's mountainous and more like seattle and hilly and lots of trees mm-hmm. but i mean I'm, I'm on the boring side but still the 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 life out here is just kind of laid back you know yeah. everybody's a little more laid back and relaxed hmm. um so you married this girl i figured now that she's your wife does she yeah, know? 2003. Does she know about Alexis, or how did that come about? She does. Um, what is she that like? found out yeah. uh, 15 months ago. Oh. Um, she was away. My son had an event out of town, and with my work schedule, as I mentioned before, I can't really go to a lot of things with my kids and my family. I just get kind of tied up at work. But uh, anytime they would leave, I was always I would always dress. And so this is like back in October of 2022. And so the one night I dressed and thought I picked everything up. And I was at work. It was a Sunday. She came home on a Sunday night. And she sent me a picture of, once again, an acrylic nail. Like <laughs> These a, acrylic nails are here. Like, yeah, they're, they're, like, they're, they're just <laughs> killing me here. But uh, so she's like, what's this? You know, so... Uh-oh. And my looking at my wife's side, you know, she's thinking she had a, she had a, he or he had a girl over, you know, <laughs> and I've, I've yeah. never been like that guy. Yeah. But uh, so and so I was like, I called her immediately, you know, and I just said, hey, I got to talk to you about some stuff, mm. and it's not what you think it is. <laughs> um, it was funny because I was going to tell her like a couple months later in like January, February, and just let her know like, hey, like this is something that's a part of me, sure. and she works from home now, so mm. like. I used to be able to do it when she was at work because I was working nights mm-hmm. and she was all the, all the time at home. And so I, um, so I just told her like, you know, ever since COVID's happened, I've had to really keep this hidden. Like all my, my makeup was hiding in the back of my car because I just recently bought a bunch of makeup. It's starting to get cold. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need to tell her before winter hits because <laughs> all this makeup's going to go bad, yeah. you know? So I, I told her, like, hey, like, this is something I've been doing for a while. And, 
you know, she at first she thought it was her fault. She thought oh. that, you know, like, hey, did I do something wrong? But no, this is something I've been doing since I was a little kid. Mm. You know, like, I've, I've always been fascinated with makeup, and mm-hmm. I just never really realized it until a couple of years ago. Yeah. And so I just, I, I told her, I go, I'm sorry you had to find out this way, but I did want to tell you, you know, it's only right that you get to know about this. So, Yeah. And so she was just like, okay, cool, we're good again. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. I mean, she's okay with it. She supports it. Um, she's not really a part of it. I mean, she mm. she's seen pictures and stuff, but she's never seen me dressed or anything like that. Um, I'm not one to really, like, push my boundaries with people. I'm more of a, if you want to know about it, just ask. You know, I'd rather have her just ask me questions. And, like, she allows me to bring all of the wardrobe in the house now, uh, like, all my all my dresses, all my my skirts, my jeans, my tops, my wigs, everything's in the closet with my guy clothes. And I mean, do I want her to be like completely a part of it? Where like you know, there's people on Instagram I could probably name out that I absolutely just are envious of because yeah. they they go out together and go drinking and dancing and all that fun stuff. But you know what? I I take it as a small win. I look at it as hey, like she could have easily left me for this. You know, she could have up and left, but she's at least letting me do this and if she doesn't want to be physically a part of it that's okay uh just as long as she emotionally supports it and she does and i can't be happier no that's great um Mm -hmm. was she i mean you know the 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 questions are how is this going to affect us like do your kids know no my kids do not know i have a Mm. feeling my youngest might be suspicious because he's walked into our closet to get like (laughs) a a, a, a shirt that's hanging up. It's like, what's up with all these high heels? Mom doesn't wear high heels, you know. <laughs> he's twelve, so I mean, he's he's smart enough to know. And my my eighteen year old, uh, love him to death, but he, I don't think he's putting two and two together. So, <laughs> um, are you afraid for them knowing? I mean, if they do find out, or how would you explain that to them? Because that's always like a concern that all the people on the Discord always worry about. Like, oh, what if so my son or daughter knows? And it's like they probably already know, but apparently not your son. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a little scared of it. Um, my oldest son, I don't think it would phase him too much. Uh, what do you mean? He is one of the most kindest individuals you'll ever meet. Um, you know, he's he's always the helper. He's always the guy that's going around and helping all you know all his friends and people like special needs kids and stuff like that. He's helping these people out, and like everybody loves him. And I and it's because he has such a kind heart. And I don't think it would bother him too much, but I just haven't really gotten to that point where I want to tell him yet. I'm, I'm kind of scared to maybe throw it out there to him a little bit, but... I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You think he'd disown you? <laughs> like, you're not my father. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be his mother. You know? <laughs> but no, but no I, more than likely, I just, I just don't want... You know, I, I don't... With my work schedule, again, I don't get to really do a whole lot of family activities. You know, like, they're, they're always doing stuff without me, unfortunately. And it's gotten better the last couple of years. I've been able to walk away and do stuff with my family a little bit better. But that's my biggest fear is, like, I'm already not there for him as much as I want to be. So if I tell him this, will he will he completely cut me off? I don't think so. No, but probably not. I don't think so. No, and like I said, he's a good kid, yeah. so I don't expect it. But I think it's just a lot of fear on my end more than anything. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to even, like clean my makeup brushes in front of my wife like I, I have to like sneak them in from the bedroom to the bathroom and you know without her knowing and you know if, if I can't even do that I mean how am I supposed to tell my kid that I do this yeah so I mean eventually 
do you, will, do you want them to know or just you're just gonna because i feel like the hiding thing is always never never the solution because yeah. <laughs> it's like once they do no, find it's out the, it's like uh what the fuck i don't know anyway. yeah no i mean over t- I, I just need to find the right time i guess i mean i'd be okay with him them both knowing and i mean just as long as i know i mean if i knew that if i knew that um if I told them and it wouldn't affect our relationship, I'd do it in a heartbeat. But I think it's just that little looming fear over my head just saying, like, you know, this could go bad. Yeah. And that's just, it's kind of scary. So. Yeah. Uh, it's all, I think it's just like we build up these, like, crazy imaginations in our head when in reality it's probably like, oh, it's fine. And then you're like, damn it. Yeah, your mind, <laughs> your mind is your worst enemy sometimes. Yeah. Um, once again, I suffer from, like, moderate to, you know, severe anxiety. Like mm-hmm. the littlest things will snowball into like ten different massive things, yeah. and so you know I start thinking about that stuff, and you know, like I said, I want I want to dress in front of my wife, I want to try it, but I'm so scared that I'll get the negative reaction. Yeah, you know that's that scares me. Uh, I mean, for you to like already be in public and already like dress up, and there's like already people in your family. You you also did like a photo shoot with your friends, like it's like. Um, yeah, them? not yet. It's going to be like next month, hopefully. But yeah, I'm, it's at least in works. So, oh, see, I don't know. I, I feel like the the anxiety I've, when I when I see anxious people, and I've heard anxiety put as like unfocused fear. Like you just don't know what. Mm-hmm. Like it could be anything, right? It's like, well, let's let's figure out what it is that's like the underlying issue, and it mostly is, I don't know, just things that like you, you like you said builds up in your head, and you're like, it just freaks you out so much, and then when it actually happens, you're like, oh, it's it's not that bad, at least from my experience. Yeah, and you know, like, and I've realized, I've learned that all cross dressers that I've run into are anxious at one point in their life. I mean, I've never met a non anxious cross dresser. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, you know, I uh, one example, uh, Kenzie, that's in the Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in Vegas the same time as me back in August. Oh, nice. And I, I went to Ve- Vegas in February. And I went and saw a makeup artist. Uh, it's Ooh. just you in Las Vegas. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with her or not. Uh, her name's Amy, and she does wonders. She's incredible. And I was on, I think it was on our Discord, the, the CrossYes Discord, and she was talking about being in Vegas, and she'd never really went out before. She's kind of, like, dressed, you know, privately, kind of, like, underdressing <laughs> and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And so I reached out to her. I'm like, hey, like... You're in Vegas. This is like the perfect place to do this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you need to, I go, you got to reach out to this lady named Amy uh, at Just You. Give her a call and just set up an appointment and get your makeover. And just, even if you go back to your room, just go and at least get the makeover so you can see what the potential is mm-hmm. and look what you can look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we all know Kenzie's history now. Um, those that follow her on Discord. Um, she's in the process of transitioning now and it's just it's that was the most one of the most meaningful moments of my life is I was able to help somebody Mm -hmm. that didn't even know this was a thing for them they just thought it was like me I thought it was a fetish or kink and but now she's you know in the process of HRT and Mm -hmm. whatever else she's doing and I couldn't be more proud of her and I know my dad's up in the heavens like just smiling because I was able to help somebody may not be the way he was expecting me to help somebody <laughs> but he would be very proud oh well that's that i don't know that, that makes me so happy because you know we started this discord or the 
the podcast five years ago, Wild, and then we started the Discord mm-hmm. like a couple years ago. And look, you're, other people are helping other people on the Discord. It's like, yay, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's what I, you know, after Kenzie did that, I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure that I do this for people, and I want to be able to educate people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not just about me, you know, feeling good about myself. I want, I want to be able to help people that are, whether they're curious about it or if they're in the closet or if they're fully out if there's a way i can help a fellow crossdresser or a gender fluid person or anybody for that matter i want to help them Mm -hmm. i I really want to help people um it's my way of giving back you know i've been very blessed with people that have been good to me and i it's one way Mm -hmm. i could pay it forward which is so funny that you don't want to do that in your own hometown i bet (laughs) i hundred percent guarantee you there's someone in billings montana who is either in the closet who is either gay who is probably trans, who is looking for any public figure. And it sucks because someone has to step up. And it's like the worst feeling. It, and it it might have to be you, <laughs> you know? And it, yeah. and it's scary to think like, oh my gosh, all this pressure is on me to have to get out and like dress up and be the person who, you know, you could potentially be mocked and potentially be called a yeah. faggot by, you know, your so-called friend. And it's like, it's almost like, this is so dumb, but you're like Jesus, right? It's so stupid, but it's like you have to be the person—not a messiah or a savior of a sort, but you're sort of the almost like a guinea talking pig, piece. yeah, like a talking, yeah. yeah, like the person, like oh my god, there's a, there's, I think you've said your name on here, but there's Chris, <laughs> there's who's done, yeah. who's who's being themselves, who the fuck, and you know, like you said, you guys are ten years behind, but it's like maybe we, this mm-hmm. is how we move ten years forward. This is how we yeah. become, yeah, you know, part of it. I don't know. That's a very good way to look at it. And, you know, I think my biggest fear, it's not so much me, like, running into people I know. Mm-hmm. It's me running into people I know work-related. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, this could, you know, make or break a career for me. Yeah. So oh, yeah. No. so I have to be very sheltered. Yeah. Um, I've actually thought about doing something else for my work. Mm. You know, I've thought about, you know, just something where... It's not, you know, if I, if I have to happen to do this and I'm open about it, people aren't going to care, but you know, it's, it's, uh, I don't want to think like that, but I, I I might have to, I get it. I I get it. And it's also like, if it would fuck with your livelihood, right. And it would fuck with business and it's like, well, I need business to survive, but also I want to help people like, I don't know, like a Kenzie or something who's probably in your hometown who's struggling with, like, mm-hmm. the the outward pressure of having to be this person who they probably don't want to be, or it's, like, pressures from outside forces, be it, be it parents, be it society. You have to be a girl. You know, this is what girls do, or this is what guys do. This is what... But it's like, no, like, we know it. It could be fluid or your gender or your occupation or whatever it is. It's You could be something different than what you were born as or whatnot. I don't know. It's just thinking... Yeah, no, I, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I hope you're that person in your hometown to be that person, but also I don't blame you if you're just going to, like, you mm-hmm. know, wait it out or kind of just let it... Because something's going to happen in that town that's going to hopefully, I don't know, bring some change. But now, you're, now so. your gay bar is going away, so I don't know. Your gayish bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the gayish bar. Yeah, and, and like I said, hopefully things do evolve. Um, and they are. They're just slowly moving. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think my biggest fear is just uh, I don't want my work to be affected by it. That, that scares me a lot. Yeah. It's not so much me. I'm more worried about my business. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Um, you mm-hmm. talk about transitioning. Have you ever thought about it or do you, it's like something you wanted ever in your life? Or 
Um, no, not really. I mean, it's... I enjoy my guy self, too. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's harder to really, like, love myself as a guy. Um, I really struggle with, you know... Um, just loving myself for who I am. You know, like... My whole life as a guy, I've been picked on for being the chubby kid since I was, like, 12 years old. Mm. You know, I've always been the fat kid. Even to this day, like, you know, I was just out of town with some friends for the weekend. And... We were there's like thirty of us, and it's always about how fat I am, you know. Mm-hmm. Nobody like it, you know, but you you put Alexis in that element, and chubby girl isn't so bad, mm. like if that makes any sense. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, as far as transitioning, I do like being that guy. Like I like to hang out with my guys and do do my guy stuff. Go play golf twice a week, yeah. and you know go float the river with my boys and you know it's uh but as far as transitioning i don't think that's something that's on the table right now i mean it might be down the road mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. for now it's i do enjoy being that guy yeah and i mean you probably <laughs> right and you would probably be the first one in your town to ever consider even consider doing that i don't know how you said like lgbt stuff is considered there it's not like the worst. Yeah, but, there's know. people here that's just very, very private. Like, I have a, a good friend that's transgender that lives here. Oh, okay. And, you know, they had the surgery, uh, I can't remember when, like a year ago. Okay. And they had, they just played it off as they were on light duty for work because they had a hip surgery. Oh. They didn't want to go out and just tell people, like, hey, this is what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't blame them because they're instantly going to sit there and question, like, why is that person, you know... Why? Why is that person doing this? This is, this is silly. It's not silly. This person's just trying to be happy. So yeah, and that really is. It's just all about happiness. I, I mean, would you say you're? I mean, happier as Alexis than you are as your guy self? Yeah, I, I am. Mm. Um, you know, I like I said. Don't get me wrong. I, I got an amazing wife, and I have two amazing kids, and I have a good job. And I have a I have a riff over our head, yeah. and I, yeah. you know I, I enjoy life as a guy, but I'm often lonely. I'm mm. very very lonely. Um, you know I, I work a lot once again, so that kind of takes away from going out and doing stuff with friends yeah. and, and family. So it can be kind of depressing. But when I'm Alexis, you know I I have an Instagram that I use, and people are always reaching out on there mm-hmm. whether it's just people just you know saying hey how's it going or just shooting you know just light talk or just you know giving me compliments mm-hmm. it, it just makes me feel good mm-hmm. it, it gives you that rush you mm-hmm. know it's it's a great feeling and are you the because i'm on sometimes on the on the instagram and i see you do like lives sometimes are you doing lives as alexis still or are you like what's that yeah like? um my lives like if i'm in guy mode like i did one this morning and it's so corny because like I, I just want to visit with people. Mm. I want to visit with people as Alexis, and if I can't physically be Alexis, physically, I will go in and I'll set up like my camera like facing away from me, and I'll put. I have this like stupid little canvas thing I painted of like some mountains in a stream. You've probably seen it, mm. and I'll put little sticky notes on there saying "Happy Monday" or yeah. you know like. You know, ask me anything, little things like that, and it's just one way I can tap into it without having to do two and a half hours of makeup mm-hmm. and getting dressed. And so, but yeah, I've been doing that, and then I, whenever I get an opportunity, I do dress, I do dress up, and then do an actual stream on camera, 
Um, I've done like two or three of those on Instagram. Uh, nice. Two weeks ago, I did a Twitch stream where I was just doing my makeup. And nice. it's so funny to like go back and look at it because I, I feel like I'm like doing, I, I look so great. And then I, you, you see this guy that's just, you know, doesn't even have the wig on yet. And he's sitting there doing this makeup. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, 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 and I'll get on, I'll get on kick to like do like live streams, but I get booted on there so quickly for, Stupid things like if they hear a manly voice, they boot you. And they, oh, boy. You, know, they, you know, so I've been banned. So it's like you know, what? I got to take this to my my profile on Instagram. So I've been like, I'll like I said, I'll do, you know, voice streams is what I call them. Voice streams where I just talk to people and people will just kind of visit with me and just say hello and just chit chat. And then when I do dress up, I do uh, a full stream where it's me on camera. That's great. It sounds like you want to do more with Lexus. Like, what do you what what is like your ultimate goal if you could do it with Lexus? I just want to be able to help educate people that are not familiar with it, you know, uh, whether, if, you know, they have, once again, if they have, if they're in the closet or they're semi-curious about it or fully out, I want to be able to help people. And, you know, if, if I can get on camera like we are now and do a Q&A session with people, I'm more than happy to do that. I, I, I was put on this place, on this planet to help people. I firmly believe that. And if that, if it's whether it's, you know, loaning somebody forty dollars to go put gas in their car, or you know, makeup advice, you know, mm-hmm. I'll try do my best to help any way I can. I may not be an expert at doing makeup, but I'm at least wanting to help somebody. That's really rewarding to me. No, that's great. You know, I always like to ask, um, what is a uh... Alexis's style and how'd you get influenced or what is like what do you go for I know you said elegant crossdresser but what like what, what are your tips or where do you get them from or how do you what do you look up um you know a lot of YouTube uh the first person I ever ran across it's actually on the podcast Ooh. uh Nikki Mirage okay um I I was listening to her stream on a road trip one time it was back when I was not even doing makeup right. and I just happened to come across her stream and I, lo- I loved her accent and I just loved everything about her I just she's just so she just has this energy that was unmatched so I was like you know so being curious I looked her up I'm like holy crap like she's gorgeous you know a lot of these bitches um, are yes the people who are on this podcast yeah, like yourself all, very very cute all of, very us, are, all of yes. us are beautiful and yes. like just that bold makeup look so mm-hmm. like I want to like do that but a softer approach okay. and okay. Uh, you know, uh, do you remember that Super Bowl commercial with the Doritos where the guy was wearing makeup and mm-hmm. it was like super bold? That's like, I don't want to go that far because, <laughs> you know, Nikki could pull it off. That's that's her style. Mm-hmm. It's not my style. So I started doing some more digging around and I came across some people on Instagram uh, and like Yo-Yo Fabiola, Fabulosa. Um, she's gorgeous. She she's is, elegant yes. looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Olive Iza. I don't know if you know her on Instagram, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. she's... Um, her, and her, her and her wife, Daddy, uh, they do like interviews with crossdressers too. Oh, nice. Uh, they do, and they go around. They go on like jamborees where they get a bunch of girls together and go do stuff. Cool. So I really like her look. Um, Michaelaville, uh, been watching her the last couple of years, and her natural look is beautiful. So I mean, I have a bunch of different spectrums, but as far as Alexis is concerned, we're looking at like an elegant crossdresser. So like. I'm thinking like girls' night out mm. at a nice lounge, mm. you know, not super trampy, but <laughs> you know, classy enough to you know 
just look good. And I've tried doing daytime looks, and I have some daytime looks on my Instagram, and mm-hmm. not the best, but I mean, it's it's always a work in progress. I mean, mm-hmm. in order to be look good, you got to keep working. You got to keep on it. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I love I love the bold eye sh- eye shadows. I love you know just glitter. I love you know just anything that sparkles. I love so. I love it. I, I really do hope you go out more and dress up more. I mean, it's hard probably where you're at. I guess mm-hmm. would you? You probably would never move. I don't think you would. Would, would you ever move out of Montana? Or this is like home for you. This is your shelter. This is your where you work. Um, I think this is my final resting place. I really do. Um, yeah. I mean, if something crazy happens, if I win the lottery, I'll get a place in Vegas or something. Yeah. But for now, I mean, I, I mean, I, I grew my family here, and I, mm-hmm. I got to stay rooted. Um, my son is moving away to college in Missouri next year, mm-hmm. so I mean, we're gonna have one less person in the house. But yeah. uh, you know, my twelve-year-old, you know, he still has six or seven years, but. I mean, never say never. I mean, I could move, yeah. you know, down the road. But at this time, like I said, we we just bought our house like four years ago, right after COVID. Yeah. And we're super happy here. So Okay, that's great. Um, would you go out as Alexis if, like, I mean, I, I would love with me and Billy to, like, if we could eventually do, like, a cross yes like, road tour. Uh, that would be, like, my ultimate goal to, like, drive around and, like, meet guests or meet people who would, like, hey, we'll be in so-and-so. If you're in town, come out and we'll do, I mean... Would you do that, or is that sort of... We, we would go yeah, to that gayish I mean, bar or any random bar, and we're like, hey, <laughs> Billy and I are here. We're going we're gonna to hit this place up. Are, yeah. you, are you free? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be all about that. Yeah. Um, that that uh, all of Isa, uh, she... Like I said, they go around... They're going to Austin in April. Ooh. And I was actually thinking about going, but Ooh, yeah. I, I really needed to go to Vegas and just yeah. write a couple weeks ago because I was... Like so stressed out with work and just life in general, mm-hmm. so I I forgave that April trip to go to Vegas. But I, then I I look at all these videos that they post. I'm like, shit, I really should have held out for two months because <laughs> I mean it's so much fun. They're they're out just they're, they go out drinking, they go out dancing. They I'm not a big drinker. I don't I don't drink much. Um, but just watching these girls go out and just be them be- their best selves is awesome. And yeah. One of these days, I would like to get a big get together and just go yes. with a bunch. Like even it's Vegas, yes. just go with like twenty or thirty people. Yes, I think it'd be so much fun. I mean, I, I'm sure Billy and I will probably schedule something where we'll all go to Vegas. Like we'll have like cross yes, like listeners. Hey, we'll do like, I don't know, we'll rent out like a hotel or something, or like have her, but like have a big party or whatever. We'll record something with like fifty mm-hmm. people there. I don't know how that works, but of just like, hey, we're all getting together, having dinner, lunch. Because I know that, I mean, there was that. Shoot, I know that there's that one big cross-dressing group that would meet in Vegas. I forget. You wild side, wild, wild style, or something like that. Yeah, and wild I, side. I, yeah, I remember like, oh, I would love to do that. And then like, I don't know, it was a different, a different crowd. It, I, I don't know, but it always looked mm-hmm. fun. Like I'm not I'm, for people who've gone or listening and haven't gone. Or they, it looked really fun. It was a Facebook group, and they would like go there. They would do a huge thing. I don't know. It looked, looked like a lot of fun. And when I was first dressing up, I was like, oh, maybe I should go to one of those. That looked like a cool thing to do but i don't know it's 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 just something like you said to just go out and be yourself and do i don't know yeah and you know it's it's hard for me too because like i'll sit there and i'll plan like i went to vegas three weeks ago and i'm like okay i got this this and this planned Mm -hmm. and then you get there and like well kind of by myself yeah 
So I'm going to just, uh, no, I'm not going to do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. like, I was going to go to Area 15. I, okay. Uh, you've been to Vegas. Yeah. Uh, it's big, like, Meow Wolf is there. And yeah. I was going to go to Omega Mart and do all that stuff. But I was like, you know what? I really don't want to walk around in these heels <laughs> at Omega Mart. Like, so I'm like, you know yeah. what? If I had, like, five or six girls we all went together yes. with, yeah. I would be doing everything in a heartbeat. Yes. But I'm, I'm a very, I'm introverted. I'm very. Which is I so really funny, need... right? It's so funny that yeah. seeing, like, seeing you, I'm, like, hey, you're on these streams and you're doing all the, like, you're taking, going out, taking photos and you're like, I'm introverted. It's like, are you though? <laughs> yeah. I've, my therapist says I'm ambivert. Yeah. So I'm a little bit of both. Yeah. But, but I really, really rely on other people to take the lead so I can follow. Okay. If I had somebody that's willing to take the lead, things would be so much That'd easier. That'd be me. That'd be me. If I ever, we go to Vegas, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, Lexus, come. We're going. Me, Billy. Yeah. You. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> That's really exciting. Um, where do you shop then? Do you, is this a big online shopper, I figure? Are you one of those? Just, um, you know, at first I was doing like Amazon. Yeah. And, you know, and Shein. I was doing Shein. And, Shein. you know, the stuff looks nice and you get it. It's like, okay, it doesn't quite fit. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, so I started going... I actually started going to the mall, oh, and nice. I was, I'm shopping at Torrid, um, okay. Victoria's Secret, obviously for you know undergarments sure. and stuff, and then um, Maurice's. I, I do buy some like my some of my softer looks for at Maurice's. They have like you know, I, I soccer mom clothes, I guess <laughs> is what you call it. But like I buy my jeans from Maurice's, and then like Torrid has like some evening stuff. I have this one shirt. Uh, you guys have probably, I mean, everybody's probably seen it. It's this low-cut, sparkly, Ooh, like, dark top, and it just reveals everything. And it's my go-to. And I bought that at Torrid for, like, $13. Wow. So, but, uh, but yeah, I, I've gotten to know all the staff at Torrid. They all know me by oh, okay, name. Nice. They all follow me on Instagram. Oh, that's so I have some, I have, That's great. Yeah, so I have a couple people. Um, I've been in there before trying on stuff, and I come out, and there's somebody... That I've met, you know, I know personally. It's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just looking for stuff for the wife. Uh, just kind of look at you weird, like, sure. what the hell? Like, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So mainly Torrid, and then uh, I'll dabble in Shein once in a while. So what was that experience first going into Torrid, where there you're like, hey, I'm actually shopping for myself. What? How does that work? Were they were they like rude to you? Were they like, you know, I, was this in your hometown too? Is this your hometown mall? Yeah, this is here in here in, in Montana. So yeah. then, so and you're still afraid? I don't know. It just seems weird. Like, oh, you're cool with those people, but like anyone else, no well, one must know. I have, I me and my wife have a mutual friend, and she shops at Torrid, okay. and she we were, I was kind of talking. She knows about Alexis, and she's like, you should go check out Torrid sometime. There's this gal named April. Um, she'll probably listen to this when it comes out. Hey, and April. she's like, go see. A- yeah, hey April, we love you. You're the best. And she's like, you can't miss her. She has rainbow colored hair, very vibrant. So I'm like, okay. So I went in and I'm like, hey, my friend so and so sent me in here, and I want to try on some things for myself. She's like, it's like cool. Do you have a name? I go, well, guy name or girl name? She's like, well, are we shopping for guy clothes or girl clothes? <laughs> I'm like, well, we're shopping for Alexis then. So. So she's like, she's like, what are you looking for? Like, well, I'm going to Vegas. This is back last February. Okay. And I'm going to Vegas, and I'm just looking for some evening wear for Vegas. And so she brought me like five or six blouses yes. and a skirt and yes. and some heels. And you know, and she was super supportive. And like I said, I she's another one, I, another person I need to thank is her, along with my best friend in Seattle and. Uh, some other people too, but what was her name? You know, what was her just, name in Seattle? We'll say hi to her too. Uh, 
uh, Allie is her name. Hi, Allie. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, you know, if it wasn't for her, you know, like as far as uh, April, you know, I probably would still be shopping online and getting these clothes that don't fit me right. <laughs> and so, you know, April makes me come out and, you know, she'll at least look at the pants that I buy or like, I just bought some leather pants from there and yeah. I... I had like a size, like I said, I'm, I'm a bigger person, so I, I was a size 16 in the pants, mm. and I come out and she's like, she's like, girl, you need to go tighter than that. <laughs> way, that's like they're way too loose in the back, and I don't have an ass. Like being a bigger, I mean, you, if you go on my Instagram, you'll see like I have some a couple body shots because I don't have people taking pictures for me. Sure, I don't have a selfie stick, so I'm, it's a lot of like from the neck up. Time like to buy a selfie stick. Up, I should say. Time to buy a selfie stick. Yeah, so time to buy a selfie stick. <laughs> but uh, but I have a couple body shots where it's like. You know, I have a big belly. I'm like, I'm big up top, and then nothing below, and I have like no ass. So, so I'm I'm down to a size 12 in leather pants, which is really okay. makes me really feel good. Yeah. But uh, jeans, I'm like a 16. So, <laughs> so she was the one that kind of urged me to go tighter and more scandalous. Good, I guess, as you should. Yeah. You know me, I'm all about yeah. the whole live your whole life, live the <laughs> slut life. It's it's fun. I, Try it. You know? I love it. I love it. <laughs> It's it's just so funny hearing you, and you're, like, so nervous. And there's, like, people who truly support you. And I guess, yeah, you're right. Business, I guess, is, like, super important. But it's, like, I don't know. Me and, me and Billy and people in this podcast, we're all about authenticity and just being yourself. And I get it. People may not understand. But it's, like, it's kind of up to you to, like, do the teaching. It's, like, hey, I know your preconceived notions of this is this. But actually, you know what? It's it's not that bad. I know you're really concerned, but it's not. And, you know, your friend called you a faggot, but it's like, hey, what do you, what what makes you think that? If I were, if I were you in your shoes, I might kind of value my friendship with this person. I mean, if you don't, that's fine. But like, hey, what, what makes you say that? Is that, is that, do you recognize that that's like a really derogatory term towards people? I don't know. That's something I would say. But mm-hmm. I understand that if they're not, you're, you don't want them to be, like you're distancing yourself. I get that. You don't want to. Yeah, for sure. But for sure. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but it's been a pleasure talking to you. Is it, what time is it in Montana? It is. It's nine o'clock. Oof. Nine. Are you an early sleeper? I don't know. Do you sleep? No, I stay up late, get up early. Ah. I, I go to bed like ten thirty, eleven, and wake up like five. You should so. sleep sooner. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I should. I should. Um, anyways, but we're recording this. I guess I haven't done this in a while, but I, we'll we'll end soon, just because I've never, you know, it's just always mm-hmm. nice to talk to someone, and it's been a pleasure talking to you, Alexis. Thank you for being on the podcast. We truly appreciate. Um, yeah, thank you. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. It just hasn't really worked out until now. So I know, and I haven't. I've taken like a two-year hiatus because I've had other things going on, and I'm so glad you're my first guest. Thank you for. Well, yeah, and let, let me interview you. Why did you take a hiatus? Uh, ooh, I'll have a whole episode on it because it's like it's a lot. Okay. It's a lot longer than the time. It'll be like a whole different hour episode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain myself and take a hiatus. And it's, it's, okay. it's partly related to gender. It's partly related to identity, and partly related to like financial. Partly related to. A lot of different things. One of the reasons is this guy on the floor is a little chumps. He's been great, but yeah. it's been a lot. But um, thank you for, again, being on the podcast. And I'm so glad you're my first mm-hmm. guest. You're awesome. You're sweet. I really wish you the best. I hope you can explore more of yourself, and, and especially in your hometown. Ugh, they're missing out on the beautiful Alexis. And I think you need these experiences to go out, even in your hometown, and, I don't know, just be yourself and be the be the, I don't know, the, the change you want in the world. Is that is that too cliche? <laughs> Like you, no, no, you not be that person. Anyways, but I'll end, and I typically end my podcast. I'm sure you've heard it or uh, mm-hmm. thing. And my usually final question is, and I'm see if I remember. It's in uh, a world of 
gender sexuality in a perfect world of gender sexuality and cross-dressing or whatnot what does that look like to you Alexis? oh my god i've heard that question a million times <laughs> and i don't Everyone, know the answer to yeah. it <laughs> no one does it's like but you've um, heard it everyone come on <laughs> i really want it to be something that shouldn't be frowned upon i want it to be i want it to i want it to be a true pure form of self-expression without uh without judgment mm-hmm. um I mean, I guess that's the best way to explain how I feel about it. I want to be able to openly talk about this more and more as time goes by and be proud of it. I'm, I am proud of who I am, mm-hmm. but I just got to be careful who I say it to. That's the hardest part. Yeah. But I, I just wish that one day that, you know, all this hatred and, you know, unfamiliar, like, unfamiliarity with it can go away. Because um, honestly, like... You know, when I was a kid, I didn't know what it was either. I thought it was, I'd look at, you know, I'd watch, I'd watch Ricky Lake and, you know, the... You know, Tran- like Trannies, yeah. Yeah. I love those and episodes, by intriguing. the way. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, they're the best. And, you know, I was very intrigued by them, but also I used to make fun of them. And now Same. I go back, you know, 20-something years later, and here I am going, I'm one of those people now. And I would have never guessed that I'd be doing this. Yeah. I'd never guessed I'd be on a podcast talking about this, but... I'm glad I did, though. Yay. I really am. And, I mean, I love interviewing people, like, maybe a year later, two years later, or whatnot, just to see your, like, progress. And it's usually something so, like, like magical for people to first be on the podcast, be able to talk to it, and then, and then like, me share the stories that of, like, your stories helping other people. Like, like you're saying, like, you, how you help Kenzie, and I'm sure Kenzie will have helped. It's pretty much like you're building upon itself and helping others help others. And mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know, but it starts with you, and you just have to, like, talk to someone and whoever's listening to this please yeah, reach for out sure. yeah. yeah and yeah and it, honestly if you guys uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you need if you want to ask a question or if you have concerns you know don't hesitate to reach out to these people you know uh-huh. um mm-hmm. i've reached out to a lot of people on on not only this on discord but on instagram and mm-hmm. um just i just want to be able to return that favor so you know, if you guys are out there, can I uh, give? Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, would, would you like okay. to do your plugins, or what, how do, can people reach yeah, you? Yeah, that'd this? be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to reach out to me, um, my best best way is Instagram, uh, Alexis dot and um, you'll probably have to. You're going to have to spell that out. Can you spell that out for? <laughs> yeah, Alexis, obviously A L E X I S, period, C H A R B O N E A U. Where, where did they get that? Where'd you get that uh, last name from? Or how did you even get Alexis? Did I ask you this? I, okay. Where did that name come from? Uh, no, you didn't actually. Yeah. Um, Alexis actually was Misty to start. Oh, um, okay. Like Misty Pokemon? Was... Sorry. <laughs> no, no, okay. no, 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 no. I, like, no. I, I didn't. I didn't morph into okay. anything. Okay, <laughs> got it, got it. Um, no, Misty was. It just kind of was a. I was paying homage to to my hometown mm. um i lived in the foothills of seattle oh. so every morning we'd have misty rain love it kind of yes. so misty and then uh charbonneau is uh a teacher that i had in like oh. i think third grade and she was like the kindest sweetest person oh. ever and i was like you know what i want to i i think she's passed away since oh. i've named myself but I was like, you know what? She's the one person that cared about me. And Uh-oh. I felt it was perfect. You know, like one teacher that was like always there. She always went to my sporting events and did this oh, and that. And I felt it was really, really important to have a really 
important last name. And mm. I think, and I'm, I'm French, I'm French descent. Mm. And, um, so I figured, you know, like, she was a nice person. She was very kind. I'm a kind person. Uh, we're going to go with Charbonneau. Uh, okay. I changed my first name mainly because my best friend said my, my main name was like an old lady name. And she's like, you need to have a more exotic name based on if you're going to go out and look the way you do, you need to have a more edgier exotic name so we switched it to alexis oh, okay so i listened and you know and here we are yeah. but yeah so alexis charbonneau on instagram and then uh i'm on twitch but i don't really use it very often mm-hmm. uh alexis underscore charbonneau uh but those are the only two platforms i currently use and then i have uh snapchat but i'm actually getting rid of that so okay. i'm not really big on the snapchat so not anymore okay well, um, especially with those blue acrylic nails that you reveal sometimes. Right. Got me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, any last parting thoughts? Thank you for being on the podcast. You've been awesome. And, yeah, thank and, you. Um, no. Like, once again, everybody, if you guys need somebody to talk to, uh, if it's me or Giselle or Billy or anybody on the, on the, on the Discord or the... You know, anybody, just reach out. I'm, I'm more than happy to help you. Do you want to talk about the Discord real quick, too? Because people who haven't been on there, I'm sure there's a bunch of people on there that you love or care about or talk to or want yeah, people to come um, on there. Yeah, yeah Discord's awesome. Um, I'm still learning it. Yeah. Um, Billy's kind of gotten after me a time or two for p- publishing <laughs> in the wrong spots, which, you know, I'm not tech savvy. I mean, as we, you know, before we got on here, I was like, how do I log into this? Like, do I, do? This is, I haven't our, done this in two years, podcast. so I'm also, and we're using different, like, software. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Let's let's figure this out. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Discord's great because, I mean, you have all those little subtopics that you can go on to and mm-hmm. just, you know, like if you want to talk about fashion or if you want to talk about, you know, support from, you know, peer support or if you want to do something not safe for work, I mean, you have a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. and you, the the general chat is great. I mean, you can go in there and mm-hmm. just kind of like scroll through it. And I'm not super active on there, but I'll definitely like drop a "Hey, how's everybody doing?" and you know, just let let them know I'm still here. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it's Discord's great. Like I said, you you got all that emotional support stuff on there. If you need to like tap into it, highly recommend it. Very cool. So well. Uh, Alexis, thank you for being on the Cross Yes podcast. Thank you for being my first guest since coming back. You're great. <laughs> yeah, you bet. And the, hey, when you guys are ready to go to Vegas, let me know. I'm down. Yes, everyone who's listening to this, if you want to go to Vegas, we'll, we'll plan something because Alexis already knows what to do, where to go, and what to see. Yep. We're, we're going to hit up some spots. And if you need your makeup done, I know a lady. All right. So. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, let's see how I end this. Stop. Perfect. And finally, the miscellany. Yeah! And that was my curious conversation with Alexis Charbonneau. Uh, awesome person. I love the fact that she lives in a small town. Uh, we get a lot of small town people here. Uh, and I'm glad she's kind of like a person known in her community who dresses up and buys things at local stores in the mall. Uh, I guess she's not really that well known in her town, but I mean, she kind of is. Uh, she has her own business in a sense. She works at a center that I was like, what is that? Uh, and she tells us about it. Um, she's herself. She's authentic. She helps other people uh, like Kenzie on our Discord. If you haven't joined our Discord, why haven't you yet? Um, go to our Cross Yas podcast. Well, now Cross Yas website and join it there. Uh, it's on Discord. We're always there. We're, we're there hanging out. So 
uh, talk to us there. I'm being more present on our Discord. Um, again, I've been a while away for a while, but I'll be back, and I'm here now. So if you need to talk or want to schedule an interview or some sort of curious convo, like I did with Alexis, reach out. Uh, we're here. Uh, we're, we'll talk. Um, yeah, um, join our Patreon if you haven't heard our recent episode. <laughs> Me and Billy, we talked for almost an hour. Uh, about stuff about life uh gets pretty good listen to that and yeah um i haven't done one of these uh prompts in a while uh, i think i wrote something down here uh just because you know it's been a while but uh let's see so i used to end my episodes like this it says uh what i wrote remember when it comes to your cross-dressing sexuality and or gender no one cares truly no one gives a fuck uh as much as you do so do whatever you want wear whatever you want and be whoever you want within reason because as long as you're not hurting anyone with your cross-dressing sexuality and or gender presentation why does it matter truly why does it matter no one gives a fuck so do whatever the fuck you want live your life to the fullest authentically and on your terms because life's way too short not to that's true still uh be kind to yourself and one another and just keep on living hey still rings true three years later um, be kind to yourself and one another and just keep on living. Obviously, I just said that. Uh, I hope you cross yas, listener. Realize that you are loved by me and this podcast, Billy as well, and everyone on the Discord. Please join it. Uh, so please let me know what you need so I can help you succeed. And everyone else on the Discord, if you need something, just reach out. And another friendly reminder, if you enjoyed what you heard this week with Alexis, remember to share this episode and the Cross Yas podcast with someone else. Because if you found any of what you just heard helpful, imagine what it could do for someone else and that's all for this week's episode and until next time hey remember this as always keep it fresh stay blessed and remember you're gorgeous cool all right love y'all bye again guys i'm not here to diagnose or treat anything i'm just here to share my story have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing sexuality and gender a bit more. Mm-hmm.